What's up, my little peeps? So today is going to be a very special episode. I have a high-profile guest coming on in the second segment. He is a former Blue Cross Blue Shield CIO, Pradeep Joel. I hope I'm saying that right. If I'm not, please forgive me. We'll be discussing about their mission, healthcare networks that they built, healthcare stakeholders, benefits, how the Solve Care platform works, the Solve token, their clients and partnerships. And I also want to share how I got to meet Mr. Joel is it was in Washington, D.C. And matter of fact, we're actually doing this episode in Washington, D.C. So it's kind of crazy. We're, it was like a spare of the moment thing. And he was just like, yeah, man. I'll jump on the the cast with you and discuss a little bit about the company and their and their motivate and their motives and what they're really trying to apply to the healthcare system using blockchain technology which is a very key part to what's going to be happening in the future and he is an innovator has tremendous leadership skills, a great speaker, by the way. When I was listening to him talk about healthcare labs, which we'll be discussing a little bit more in the next segment, he's just very professional, very professional, and just for a disclaimer, I know most of the stuff that he is going to say will go over your head, but just be patient. And after you listen to this episode, go ahead and go do your own due diligence. Find out for yourself. Don't just base what you took from him. You want to you wanna get more than one resource, okay? You want to do a little bit of investigating and ask around and, and research. So this is just a stepping stone and will help you further your blockchain technology education, what is it, pursuit through life, I guess. So. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'll see you in the next seg. All right, welcome to Crypto Kid Podcast. So I'm going to introduce Mr. Goel. Hello, Mr. Goel. This is a former uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield CIO. And first question that I'm going to be asking him is, what is solve or what is solve care? He is now the leader of that company, and they're with blockchain technology. So, hello, Mr. Joel. Well, well, thank you for 
for meeting with me and I'm excited to be here and hello to all your listeners. Uh, so as you said, my name is Pradeep Goyal. I'm the CEO of SolveCare. Um, to answer your question, what is SolveCare? We are basically a CRM platform on blockchain mm -hmm. built specifically for healthcare. Okay. Because it is my view, personal and professional, that healthcare needs standardized solutions where we can improve patient-doctor communication, where we can bring much more efficiency to the way we treat people, the way we pay for care. And I've been in healthcare 35 years. I've been in, in positions of authority in public and commercial healthcare, and I didn't like what I saw. So I figured that if I'm gonna make something meaningful in my life, I have to stop doing what everybody's doing and do something different. And blockchain is what we use to deliver more um, accurate patient control over data, patient rights, mm -hmm. uh, and we can actually empower the individual in a way that we haven't done yet. We talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. For the last 30 years I've been in healthcare, we keep talking about patients, but we never really do anything different. So SolveCare is trying to bring a standardized platform. We have actually built it, it's already being used, that lets organizations, governments, hospitals, doctors, even individual church groups to create their own digital health solutions quickly. Okay. And they're automatically tokenized, they're automatically on blockchain, they don't need to learn huge technology stack. They can just go in and author a quick digital solution on our platform and it works within hours. Within, within oh, nice. So it's really quick. I like that. Yes. So time is, time is a necessity. And on to the next question. What are the care networks your team helped create? Yeah. So the word care network is our name for a digital health solution. Mm -hmm. And our vision is that healthcare is a team sport. Mm -hmm. And the best way to deliver healthcare is when people collaborate. So patient, doctor, family, nurse, pharmacist, lab, they should collaborate because collaboration leads to better health faster, cheaper, and patient suffers less. So we call this notion of collaboration a care network. It's a network of people who care about the patient. So the idea is very simple, that whoever you are serving, who, whatever or a role you play in society, you can create a network to help people in a way that will make things more effective, more efficient, and easier. So for example, let's say that you have a grandparent living far away, and you want to collaborate with your cousins and your brothers and sisters, the family members, community members, to create a network around grandma. So you can do that. You can create a care network. But it's not a social media network. It's actually an organized, planned activity around grandma. Appointments, transportation, payments, prescriptions. So you can create a care network around grandma. So is it like a social media kind of thing? No, it's not, a, more like, of a care coordination thing. Well, not... not that, that's not the way I meant it. It's like, it's where you could sign up, like basically how you sign up for social media. It's like the care network is very simple, takes a few minutes to go on, is that, that's what I was trying that's to say. That's the idea. So let's say that I create a network for my mother, mm -hmm. uh, and I want to invite you and three other people, the doctor, the pharmacist, maybe my cousin, to collaborate on her care, mm -hmm. I can invite people to join that care network. Okay. And they, I'll send them an invitation code, They'll all download the care wallet, they'll use the invitation code, and they will be able to see grandma's health conditions, prescriptions, when is her next appointment, uh, who does she need to be referred to, what do we need to do to, in terms of to make sure that she goes in for her diagnostics. Everything can be coordinated around that individual. So we can build a network around a person. Is their information safe from yes. outsiders? And that's the key. The data for this network 
mm-hmm. is only shareable with those who are authorized to join the network, okay. but they cannot share it out. Okay. So the chain of custody in healthcare is really important. So in healthcare data, you cannot just give somebody data and say, now, you know, trust, I trust you to take care of it. Uh, we use the blockchain to control who can see, for how long they can see, and can they share or not. Okay. So we maintain chain of custody on data. If I send you my healthcare card, which is our terminology for a record, if I send you my healthcare card, mm-hmm. you can't send it to somebody else because it'll encrypt itself, and when it goes to their wallet, they don't have the key. Okay. They will have to come to me and say, Pradeep, can I look at your care card? And I might say no, or I might say yes. So that way, the data sharing is highly controlled, mm-hmm. which means we can be compliant with government rules, we can be compliant with privacy rules, and we can pr- protect against hacking and, and inappropriate use. So in our system, data is fully decentralized. There is no central store, as there shouldn't be. And the data is either with the sender or the receiver, but that is always controlled by the keys in the wallet. Mm-hmm. And those keys are only given for a period of time. That's great, because like when I first got into blockchain technology and cryptocurrency, people were getting, I was hearing stories of people getting hacked all the time, and yeah. it always, it made me skeptical about it. So it, I pushed back on getting involved with the industry for the longest. I found out about Bitcoin in 2014, mm-hmm. and then I didn't really start getting serious about it until 2017. So that's good that the security is getting tighter, yeah. and my audience would feel much safer jumping into a new industry. Yeah, and I would say to your audience that, you know, you using platforms like ours, our mission is to give the next generation tools to change the world. It's really okay. that simple. You know, we, the way healthcare operates in the U.S. and worldwide isn't efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not well taken care of, even though we spend a huge amount of economic, you know, part of our economy on healthcare everywhere. Mm-hmm. So what, what are we going to do differently? We can't just keep saying, well, this is the best we can do. So the platform is a mechanism for you to reimagine things, to, to think of the world as it should be rather than the way it is, and okay. then try it out. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, you learn and you try again. Okay. And that's the idea. All right. Um, on to the third question. How can listeners become stakeholders? How, or how can my listeners become stakeholders? It's very simple. Go to soft.care. We will be launching the care labs or open everyone in about a week's time. Right now it's given to enterprise only. In a week or two, we'll give it to everyone. You can sign up for free. Mm-hmm. You can start creating your own care networks to try things out. And you're allowed to create for free a network for three people. So let's say me, my mom, you know, my, um, uh, her doctor. Okay. And those networks are free. Okay. And you can play with them, you can experiment with them. And then if you want to take them to market, uh, you can de- publish those networks, which is our terminology for putting them on the main net. Mm-hmm. Once you publish them, people can join. At that point in time, there is a gas fee. Like Ethereum has gas fee, our platform has solve as gas. So it ta- costs one hundredth of a solve to move a card from one wallet to the other. Okay. So it's very uh, inexpensive and you can basically launch it for as much of an audience as you want. And we have had big pharmaceutical companies launch it for tens of thousands of patients. Mm-hmm. And we've had people launch it for five people. So it's up to you. The point is in your corner of the world, in your life, there is someone you want to take care of launch a network to help them. All right, all right. Definitely take that in consideration for my grandmother. Sure. All right, and on to the next question. Can people in third world countries get Care Labs? Yes, Care Labs is open worldwide, okay. and it's free for everyone to build, to play with networks. 
Uh, if they want to scale beyond three nodes, meaning beyond three wallets, then they can upgrade to the um, commercial version. Mm -hmm. And that gives them up to, I believe, 10 roles. 10 people can be in the network. And if you want to go unlimited, you can go to the enterprise version. But the cost is, we have tried to keep the cost very low. And the general idea is you pay for what you use, not nothing else. So it's basically gas fee for Sol. Okay. So if more people use the network, more gas fee they will consume. But you can also ask people who are participating in the network to pay the fee. Or you can pay it for them. So either the sender or the receiver or the network author can decide who's going to pay the fee. How do you pay it? In Bitcoin? It's automatic. Reason? No, okay. it's all tokens from your wallet. Oh, the so tokens that the, you guys provide? Correct. All right. So you buy them uh, on the exchanges or you buy them on DXs. Okay. And you have to have salt token in your wallet. And as people use the network, one hundredth of a sol will be deducted for every transaction. Okay, that brings me to my next question. What platforms is Solvecoin or Solve Token on, and how many are being pumped? So we are the fixed. There's a fixed quantity. Solve was has one billion tokens. It can be increased or decreased. We can burn them, but we can't generate more. Uh, more than half are in treasury. So in the market are around four hundred fifty million approximately. The five fifty are still in reserve corporate reserve so we don't those aren't traded of course uh, and the 450 that are in the market are 450 million are on upbit on bittrex on qcoin okay. on uh, hit btc i think there's like 12 13 exchanges plus there's on uniswap and we're going to be adding more decentralized exchanges uh, but we are on uh, indodax uh, in we are all over the all over the world we have exchanges. very impressive all right, now for the last question, and one of my favorites. Who is your clients and partner, partnerships with? I saw on your website Uber Health and Lyft, which is very big for the younger generation because a lot of those people have heard about Uber and Lyft, and so they kind of get some familiarized. And with those kind of companies, jumping in the blockchain technology is a huge deal for the industry. Yeah. So we have a lot of big partners. So we have Uber. Uh, for So we went to Uber a couple of years ago and said, we want to tokenize transportation for patients. So what, what that means is that when a patient makes an appointment with a doctor, I want to automatically calculate the cost of the patient going from home to doctor and back, mm -hmm. and then allowing the family or the network that around them to pay for it, to share the cost. So grandma doesn't have to worry about the cost of transportation or will she drive and will she then be able to drive back after treatment, whatever. So there's a lot of um, value in offering patients integrated transportation inside their healthcare plan, whatever their health plan is. Maybe she needs to go for dialysis every two weeks, so who's gonna take her, who's gonna bring her back? So those kind of things require coordination with transportation. So we embedded the Uber and Lyft capability into our platform. So when you're building your own care network, you can embed the capability to give her a free ride through Uber. Nice. You can say, look, Grandma, I'm going to pay for your ride. You have an appointment coming on Wednesday. Let me give you a, um, let me spend tokens to buy you the ride right now. So, if, And the system calculates automatically where she's going and how long the traffic will take. So we automatically will schedule Uber to show up 20 minutes before her appointment, half an hour. And if she's going for the first time, it will calculate extra time to say, well, she might have to fill out some paperwork, so we'll send her 45 minutes early. And she doesn't need Uber or Lyft app on her phone. She just needs to have the care wallet. Okay. And no app is needed, because it's all behind the scenes. We will trigger the Uber ride for her. She doesn't need to have Uber on her phone. 
Okay. So yeah, because my grandma, she has such a problem with technology, and I yeah. think this would be very useful for her. And I really care about her, and I'm sure my listeners care about their their um, grandparents too, and they would want to make sure they're taken care of. And I appreciate your time. Sure. You've been a very busy guy, and taking take your time out of my your schedule to come with me. And I definitely enjoyed listening to you talk at the at the um, GBA conference yeah this has been a good conference and i appreciate you looking us up and i know you're doing um good work educating your as you said your generation is um, very engaged and i think we want to see you guys more and more engaged my mission for the company is to build a platform that you all can use to change things because i think we've done enough things to mess things up and now it's (laughs) your job to clean things up so yes sir i hope that you will so good luck thank Thank you thank you sir appreciate you